Are you looking for exclusive designs that grow as your kids grow? How about hand-picked and timeless with every piece that celebrates the simplicity and sophistication which should always exist in children's fashion? Well, Parker Lane is dedicated to every parent who yearns to fill their little one's wardrobe with thoughtful and appropriate fluid fashion. They're there to dismantle the belief that your children should be defined by characters, colors, and limiting styles so they thrive in the details, give more with less, and create consistent looks that will stand the test of time. For Parker Lane clothing and every child getting dressed and getting prepared to share their brilliance with the world. I am me, we are us. Parker Lane clothing. Check them out today at parkerlaneclothing.com. The topic on hand tonight is guns and the rise of violence, not only here in Michigan, but across America. There is a staggering amount of mass shootings yearly, along with negligent use of firearms that are taking the lives of small children. But to make the matters worse, an uptick in drive-by shootings, like the one that recently took the life of seven-year-old Aria Jackson of Pontiac, Michigan. And Michigan has already seen 24 recorded freeway shootings just in 2022. To help us piece this all together, and joining us via phone is Charles T. Kraft, a 39-year law enforcement veteran and former police chief of Troy, Michigan. How are you, my friend? I'm good, Scotty. How are you doing? Charles, when I read that out loud, it sounds like we have a new pandemic on our hands. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think that certainly applies to this uh, situation. And, um, you know, you mentioned the, the drive-by shootings and uh, uh, the freeway shootings and, and all these things. Uh, did we, you know, obviously we've, we've got a history in the United States. It goes back not that long, but 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 a, quite a few years of, of the mass shootings. But I, I think this huge uptick in drive-by shootings and uh, freeway shootings and those kinds of things have been sort of a recent development. And it seems like uh, the, the freeway shootings sort of uh, coincided with the pandemic. So... You know, we've definitely seen an uptick in those kinds of crimes. Charles, uh, I know you've been uh, law enforcement in law enforcement for almost forty years. What? Um, ha- how much has it changed um, with gun violence um, since you first started? I mean, obviously, has it jumped up quite a bit since when you oh. first started? Oh yeah, tremendously, tremendously. Uh, I remember. Um, I wasn't the, I wasn't the chief at that time. Don't remember what rank I was, but I remember um, when the uh, Columbine, Colorado uh, school shooting happened. It was, it, it was shocking beyond belief. They're all shocking, but that was the one that really it it seemed like after that there's just been a series of them. And uh, you know, prior to that, we you know in, in law enforcement we weren't greatly concerned about school safety or anything, anything like that. You know, um, 
freeway shootings and uh, traffic altercation shootings were, were virtually unheard of. As um, drive-by shootings, there's been a probably a, a history of that. It doesn't doesn't go back that many years, but but still, there's been a history of that. So, but definitely, definitely, there's been an uptick over when I when I started in law enforcement. What do you think the biggest problem uh, that you would say the reason why we've seen such an uptick in the past shoot? Uh, at least the past decade, going by the statistics, I mean, there's been, uh, seems like thousands in the last decade. What do you oh, think that problem yeah. is? You know, I think, I think what the easy answer is, is that it's guns. Okay. That's an easy answer because guns are involved in all these things. But I, I think that it's, it's a much more, um, it's a much deeper cultural and societal problem that's at the that at the base of these things. Now, you you know, all you guys on the show, I don't know all your ages, but I'm sure you know uh, when you were you were younger, the, people had guns, and we didn't have these kinds of shootings. You know, I grew up in an environment where you know there were guns in my household. Um, there was never any shootings, you know, in, in my neighborhood or anything else. It just didn't happen. So there's been some sort of a shift, and that that seems to be the problem. And as it as is typical of most things, we you know we've really gotten to be a society that wants a quick answer to everything and said, well, let's just get rid of guns, and you know control guns, and that'll control that. And and I don't believe it's that. I don't believe the answer is that simple. And even though I I, I have my backgrounds largely in law enforcement. I am not um, against uh, reasonable control of firearms and so on. I believe that that's a, that's an absolute necessity. So I, I but then again, I'm I'm not I'm not one that says that we should be taking firearms away from everybody. I think there's a middle ground there. But um, the easy answer has been we'll just ban guns, and and I don't think that that's really going to solve our problem. So, you know, to, to say what's the cause of it, uh, you know, people a lot smarter than me are going to have to help figure that one out. And I think it's going to be um, take a lot of different uh, disciplines to sit down and try to get to the root causes of these things and start attacking them. Charles, like when we look at the, the negligence in firearm um, that's that's been happening a lot, you've seen a lot of these young kids um obviously being the victims of, of, uh, of, of this negligence. Do you find statistic wise, um, I don't know if you might know this or not. Do you find it statistic wise that those guns are registered or do you see a lot of these guns just being, uh, illegal firearms? Illegal firearms by and large, okay. the, the majority of cases are illegal firearms. And, um, you know, uh, stolen and resold uh, firearms, uh, people not who may have legally purchased a firearm but don't have the uh, proper license to, to carry it in a concealed fashion. Um, that's, I think that, that makes up the majority of these things. Um, um, you know, and I think you need, I think for a point, for the purpose of our discussion, I think we, we would probably want to separate 
the mass shooting incidents from the others because you know the mass shooting incidents uh, they I, I don't think they're I don't think they're they're the same kind of thing equally horrible and in some cases more horrible but I, I think the causation for that is a little bit different and you find in those kinds of things there's a lot of long guns that are used and the difference is that handguns are fairly tightly regulated throughout America now some states much more than others but uh, long guns are generally not uh, that tightly regulated. So, um, you know, there's, there's, there's definitely a, dis, a, a difference there. So what do you feel is your, what do you feel like why we see such a, a great amount of mass shootings? Do you, do you tie it in maybe with uh, mental illness or, uh, or do you see a, just a myriad of different things? Well, I think mental illness is part of it. I think the most recent shooting that, you know, we're all familiar with in Oxford um, clearly points towards that. And I think when they looked at all the other, most of the other mass shootings, it points to some sort of a mental illness. Um, And, you know, I think, you know, I think that our, our culture is such that we really, sort of um, not legitimized, but we've made violence um, a viable uh, method of solving whatever your grievance may be. So let's take this men, these young people, let's assume they have some mental imbalance or some something, and they're gr- they have a grievance. Whether it's real or not, it doesn't matter. They have it. And then they resort to to violence to solve it, and I think that's become a cultural thing where we've 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 kind of set we've kind of gone to the the method of solving our grievances through violence, and certainly, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a believer that the me you know uh, when I say the media, I'm talking about the entertainment industry and video games and those kinds of things, which you know are all fine and good in the hands and when viewed by the proper people. But for some of these young people in their formative years, where they're just forming their societal norms, this can, I, I think this kind of has a, a perverting effect on them. And, uh, you know, I, I believe that. Now, I don't have the evidence to back that up, and somebody may disagree with me. But that's my, my thought about it. And... Um, we certainly live in a, uh, I was just having this discussion with some people uh, recently about bullying. Um, there's always been bullies. You know, when I, and, and I'm older than you guys, when I was in school, there were bullies. All right. But bullying is at a whole new level nowadays. And, um, you know, uh, you know, I mean, I, I got, you know, I, I got in a fight in high school. And with a kid and the assistant principal took us both to the office and said, do you want to tell me what it's about? And we both said no. And he goes, is it over now? And we both said yes. And he said, well, it's one o'clock. You're going to be suspended for the rest of the day. Come back tomorrow. I don't want to see this again. You can't handle things that way nowadays. It's, it's gone way beyond that. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's really kind of a complex issue. I think there's some mental, I think there's some, mental illness. I think there's some uh, desensitization to violence that's taken place. I think there's the belief that violence can settle 
scores. I think we live in a society that longs for people, you know, like I'm reading about this young man in Oxford. He's interested in what people are saying about him. You know, he's interested in who's writing me letters, my notoriety. You know, we've become a society that's obsessed with with notoriety. You start fact putting all those things together, and I, I think it, it leads to some of the things we've seen, and certainly not all of them, but but a, but a, but a great many of them, I think. Charles, we were talking about guns and, and, and illegal guns. Um, you brought up the topic, I've never heard of this before, uh, ghost guns. And in reading some uh, different things on that, um, that's kind of, there's been an uptick in ghost guns. What do, what do you know about those? Well, they're unregistered firearms. They don't have a, they're not manufactured. Um, the, 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 let's, these are, we're talking about handguns here. Well, all guns have serial numbers and are required to be, you know, are tracked by the ATF and, and where they're sold and manufactured, but ghost guns don't have those. They're made up of parts. You can buy the parts on the internet. You can assemble the weapon and it works just as good as, as any other, you know, a manufactured gun. And, um, uh, it can be, um, it, you have no way of tracking it at all. And it can be sold that way. And the other part of, of that whole ghost gun thing, there's another, there's another element to that that goes on is um, gun thefts. And there are people that are re- less than reputable dealers, you know, buy 300 guns and report 200 of them stolen. Well, they're not stolen. They've been sold. Okay. All right. And and they're not registered now. Now they still have a serial number, um, and when you uh, when you track them track them down, you can find. Of course, you track them back to the guy that bought them, and he goes, "Yep, I reported them stolen." Um, and he obviously he sells them at a huge profit. So there's that problem too. But the ghost gun issue, and I, I just heard the president talking about ghost guns. Absolutely, I I you know. I, I, I don't see any reasonable person can think that's a good idea, given uh, what's going on in, in America, that we, we allow people to do that and they don't have to register them and they don't have numbers, serial numbers and so on. So that's apparently a growing problem. Hmm. Dave, go ahead. You got a question for Charles. Yeah, Charles, you mentioned, obviously, you think the extreme viewpoint of getting rid of guns, you don't support that. What about getting rid of the bullets or not, maybe not getting rid of them, but restricting them, the bullets that go into these guns. Is that an option to somehow well, circumvent some of this or at least put some, you know, put some restrictions around the kind of bullets that somebody can actually purchase that would Go well, into are, some of these assault rifles, and, and there are there are restrictions and on on the, the type of ammunition, you know, um, such as armor piercing and uh, ammunition and so on and so forth that you can't uh, purchase. And uh, so there are some restrictions. And, and I'll, I'll tell you the, the reason I, I'm talking about, you know. Uh, getting guns back out of people's hands. The problem is the horse already left the barn. How are you going to get all these guns back? There's a practical angle to this. And then when you get them back, who are you getting them back from? 
you're going to get them. You could get one back for me, you know, and I don't own a great number of guns. Believe it or not, retired cop, I do not own a lot of guns. But you could get back the one they gave me when I retired. Um, you could get that back because it's registered to me and you know where to get it. Where do you go to get all the guns that are unregistered, that people have stolen or are ghost guns and, and are being carried illegally? Where do we go to get those back? We don't. And when we look at when we look at shootings, obviously, people who are legal gun owners and are authorized to carry in a concealed fashion absolutely on occasion are involved in shootings. Absolutely, they are. But the majority of shootings are by guns that are illegally possessed or illegally carried. So how do we how do we how do we stop that by taking back guns from everybody? And then, like I said, you, where are you going to, you're not going to get them all back. So the, the horse is kind of out of, out of the barn on that. Uh, one of the problems that we've got with controlling guns is, you know, it's illegal to possess a firearm in your motor vehicle or on your person in a concealed fashion without a proper permit. All right. However, we, 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 we tend to be we're very restrictive. Police are very restricted in terms of uh, taking these guns from people and then getting appropriate charges against them. Um, that's something, you know, you, you guys have all probably heard of the, the, the New York City stop and frisk uh, um, ban where they cannot stop and frisk people for weapons. Well, you know, this is where civil rights of, 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 of the citizens and gun control kind of come into conflict, right? All right. And um, pretty much, I can tell you right now, any police officer that's been on the job for any period of time can look at an individual and in short order can, can through certain cues that people have. I don't know if you guys have CPL, CPLs and carry weapons or not. But pretty much you can look at people and quickly deduce whether they have a weapon on them or not from certain physical actions that they that they that they just can't control themselves. It's just subconscious things that they do when they're carrying a weapon. And uh, so, you know, that kind of limits the police and their ability to take these guns off the street. And um, I, I think that that has to happen. I think I. If we're going to take, if we're going to go down that road and start talking about controlling guns, we have to control the illegal possession of a firearm. That's where we've got to start. If you have one, there are consequences for your actions, and that that's a that runs headlong into a lot of uh, rights issues, and, uh, and and so on. But um, and. You know, I'm not sure. And, you know, I tell you, you brought up ammunition to get back to your, your point. Not me, but there are people that have they have thousands of rounds of ammunition stored in their homes. It's just not uncommon, you know, um, to have that for people to have that. And, you know, if you guys don't mind, I'll, I'll, I'll take this topic and I'll, I'll, I'll go in a little bit of a different direction. Sure. Here's here's a problem. You cannot purchase a firearm in the state of Michigan if you have a felony conviction, 
if you are mentally un, unfit or if you're the subject of a personal protection order. Okay? Here's, here's, the, prop, here's the problem. I can't tell you, if you come in and, and, and to a police station, you apply for a permit to purchase a handgun, we'll check your criminal history, so we'll know if you're a felon or not. Beyond that, I know nothing about you. We do not have any kind of a database that communicates that you've been um, it, it, statewide or national that communicates that you've been arrested um, for something less than a felony or that you've been um, subject to mental health treatment because you're suicidal or homicidal, or you perhaps you're subject to a PPO or restraining order in another state. And this actually happened to me in Troy during the time I was police chief. We had an office shooting, all right, on, on Long Lake Road. An individual went into an office building, former employee with a shotgun, and killed killed one woman, wounded two people before he fled. And he was we caught him. It was brought to my attention subsequent to that that he had actually applied for a permit to purchase a handgun. He was a Troy resident. And we rejected him. And the people that were in charge of, of reviewing those things came to me and told me we rejected him. He had no criminal history. He had not been arrested. He had no um, uh, traffic record to speak of. What they found was that because of the, in Oakland County and, uh, well, actually in, in several counties in, in southeastern Michigan, we have a records information sharing system. We determined that in the city of Livonia and the city of Sterling Heights, he had been um, committed to mental institutions because he was suicidal. And in Shelby Township, he had been a suspect in an aggravated assault where the person he assaulted with a uh, some sort of a, a pry bar refused to prosecute, so it didn't rise to the level of an arrest. And we refused to give him a handgun. We couldn't stop him from getting a long gun, which maybe we should have, we should have laws that prohibit prohibit that also. But you know this this uh, misnomer that we know everything about everybody and we can stop you. We don't know. Just the, the, you know, the technology exists to have that kind of information in a database, but the willpower and the political will and um, the financing doesn't exist to bring it into reality. And that's a real problem. So if you lived in, um, and these are cases from, I'm thinking, the past, you lived in Indiana and you were violent as all get out and threatening people and you've been mentally committed and you move to Michigan and you apply for a permit to purchase a handgun. I have no idea what you did in Indiana. I have no idea at all. And that, and that brings up a point and I'm going to put myself out there a little bit to make, to raise okay. this question, but I have been treated personally for mental illness in the past. I've never been committed mm -hmm. anywhere but I've been put on medication to address that illness. I have no criminal history. Could I go and apply for a gun license if I wanted yes. to? And how, and, and you mentioned that there was a record of this person having these mental issues or, or these mental health issues 
how did how did you have access to that? Would you have access to that information about me if I were going in and applying for a gun license or, or a gun permit? If I came in tomorrow? No, no, you could go and do it. And no, I wouldn't. The only reason this individual rose to that level was he was involved in two incidents in two different cities where he was making suicidal and homicidal threats. That's a whole different ballgame. Because you do get into the, you make a really good point. Um, anxiety issues, um, women with postpartum depression, all right, that come out of it. There's just a, a host of relatively, they're treatable, nonviolent, um, you know, disorders that people have to deal with in life. And I, I, I have members of my family, same thing. We all do, right? We all have that. But when it rises to the level of you're threatening to kill people or yourself, that takes it to a, a new level. Um, and then I would I would add in that there needs to be a safeguard. I do not want the police having the final authority and the final say over whether we make a decision. You can't have a gun and you can never have a gun. I think there has to be an option for judicial review where the individual can say, well, I want to go before a judge and, and pitch my case and demonstrate that that is no longer a problem in my life. All right. And then the judge can, the gut, the judge can grant that and say, okay, you're right. You, you have, but these, I'm talking extreme cases here. You know, I'm not talking, um, you know, the variety of, of minor, um, things that we that much of our society is dealing with but certainly let's um i think we could all agree that if someone's out there telling people i'm going to get a gun and i'm going to come back and kill everybody in this office building that person shouldn't be able to buy a handgun right. we could all agree on we could all agree on that one and i think that's where it that's where it has to start and end right there homicidal suicidal with judicial review so that the individual can go and appeal to the courts um, and, and, and get a judge to rule so that we take the police out of it. Because I don't think the police should have that much power. You know, then I was a police officer. That's not our job, you know. Well, and uh, our job is to enforce the law and let judges make those kinds of decisions. Well, what's shocking to me is how many people out there battling mental illness have suicidal thoughts, suicidal ideation that may be beyond their want or control, but that never gets documented. It never gets put anywhere on paper. Yeah. The person issuing that gun permit would have access to review it. So it sounds like yeah. if you have mental illness, you're technically not allowed to carry a gun, but that person would have to disclose that willingly in the process. And they're not going to do that if they want to get a gun. Is, that's that's you're absolutely right and um because of hipaa requirements um you know that's a health issue um you can't you know you don't have to disclose that and um it, it's only it, it would only be in the cases where it's risen to the level of police involvement that we we would be able to have that kind of and and to be honest with you um if it's not suicidal or homicidal and mental health issues, there's no police involvement in those, you know, um, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's handled 
entirely differently. We're talking about people, you know, that are that have acted out and and the police. We've been called to those scenes. So, but you 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 got a great point. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I people may have suicidal or homicidal thoughts and and never tell never tell anybody about them or never act out and and we would we would never ever know. And uh, so. That, that, that's that's just a valid. You made a valid, really valid point there. It's a, it's an, it's a, it's not a simple issue. Are you ready to start your future? At CNA Leader Healthcare Training Center, we recognize the importance of healthcare workers to promote health and well-being of an individual. CNA Leader Healthcare Training Center promises to deliver the utmost service to the students with ethical values, respect, and dignity. The training center also promises that every graduate will gain self-confidence and pride with the full knowledge about the course. Quality healthcare education is what we provide. If you're ready to start your future as a certified nursing assistant, call CNA Leader Healthcare Training Center today at 248-801-3302. That's 248 801 3302 to schedule your tour or enroll today at cnaleader.com. You are listening to my papa and my uncle Polly on the Co and Bro Opinion Show. Stay tuned. Welcome back. And welcome back for the uh, second segment here live on the Wisdom app. We got open lines, and uh, we want to talk to our followers here on Wisdom. We want to know some things about you. You hear us all the time. Yeah. And we've had some great callers in the past. And uh, just had Karina. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Good questions from Karina. Thanks, Karina. Shout out to Karina. Got to hear what her uh, dinner party was. Yeah. Uh, wants to, wanted to talk to the the Hershey and the Reese. Milton guy. Hershey. I don't know who yeah. Reese is. I don't know who the Reese is too. I don't know. We have to Speaking of Reese's, Reese's. Uh, I like Reese. Yeah. Uh, now, are, you know what I've been seeing? Like, well, of course, it's uh, the Halloween time coming around. I uh, hear the. Uh, um, the pumpkins, mm-hmm. they're making them like in the shape of a pumpkin. Yeah, and they're putting it, yeah. yeah. Reese wise, I think uh, if we're going to go candy, I think Reese wise, I think I like the, uh, is it the fast break ones? I don't know what those are. Oh, uh, they're good. Got it. I, I mean, anything from Reese, to me, Reese is the best peanut butter kind of candy, peanut butter and chocolate together. Reese is legit. Yeah. Is, I, I, I would say so. I, I'm just going to piggyback on, like, Karina, it was a Karina, right? Yeah, it was Karina. And, uh, and we got the wisdom callers. We got some wisdom callers listening in right now. Amy, mm-hmm. Amy, if you want to talk, let's talk. Amy, come on in. We want we want to hear from our 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 listeners. Our wisdom people. Yeah. Yeah. She said, here, I, "Oh, here she's coming in now." Oh. Amy is going to come in. In three, two, one. Hello, Amy. How are you? 
I'm great. How are you two? We're doing fine. What do you want to talk I'm about good. tonight? I'm good. It's oh, an open line. Sky is the limit. Yes. Let's let's talk about something good. How about that? You two. I haven't seen you two here. Who am you I haven't. To? No. Well, we've been here. We've been here. I think we've been on Wisdom now for uh, probably seven? since like March, February, March, six, seven months, maybe. yeah, something like that. And then you know we we you know we had the we've had the podcast now. We, it, this is uh, I don't know if you caught the last segment or earlier tonight. This is our one year anniversary of the podcast. <gasps> Happy yeah. birthday anniversary! Thank you so much. Thank you, Amy. Thank so, you very much. So, what do you want to talk about tonight, Amy? You got anything good for us? Got any questions for yeah. us? Um, oh, geez. I always hop in anybody's chat. It's uncomfortable for me when I open a room, especially <laughs> in the beginning. Okay. And I feel like I'm talking to myself, but I was thinking, hey, these two guys have each other to talk to. That's right. Yeah. yeah. How long have you two known each other? Well, uh, it's been about 20 years. We're actually, uh, I am married to his sister. Yeah, you guys have, uh, what do you call that, good chemistry? Well, Thank you. I appreciate you. that. Thank you. You can tell it's not just a show on your show. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I pulled up your profile, Amy, and you said it says here you've been sober <laughs> since uh, 12-30-21. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. That is a big undertaking. I know I haven't, I, I myself haven't had any... Uh, uh, alcohol uh, since uh, I believe it, it's been since 2017. So I, 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 I can, I know what it's, it's, it's nice being sober. I'll tell you. Yeah. I, you have a happy upbeat show, so we won't get into right. all of that. Yeah. 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 But we'll talk about whatever you want. What, what, what are you thinking about? What do you, what are you thinking about, Amy? Oh, you guys got me thinking about candy. <laughs> oh, well, let's talk about candy. What's your favorite candy? I don't usually eat candy, but yeah, apparently Hershey's is a weak spot for me because as soon as I heard that, I was like, ooh, Reese's sounds really good. I know. Well, what were you talking about with Reese's and pumpkins? Well, I it's funny. I was telling Corey that I was, uh, I, I was going into the store, and a lot of these, every season now, you see these candy makers coming out with a... Uh, a different whatever the holiday is. Well, I think that's yeah. a commercial for Reese's. Yeah, going There's into Reese's pumpkins. Uh, pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not sorry, Reese's. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so you mean like instead of the Hershey Kiss for Valentine's Day, a pumpkin for Halloween? Yeah, yeah. like a nice chocolate and peanut butter pumpkin. There you go, shaped like a pumpkin. I, I'll tell you what. I mean, I. As a kid, I could devour some candy. I don't know if I could. I, I mean, I have a sweet tooth at night, but I don't know if I, I don't know if I could like pound the candy like I, yeah, I, I used to. I can't remember the last time I had a candy bar. Although I, I, I would eat one, but you know, Snickers, Reese's, Hershey. That's why I like the Hershey's yeah, one. Hershey with all me. Off a little piece at a time. Exactly. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Hers- you know what else crossed my mind when you said the um, the chocolate pumpkin? What are the chocolate-covered cherries that start with a C? Oh, cordials? the cherry cordials. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Chocolate-covered cherries, yes. Cherry pumpkins. Mm. Well, that would be interesting. Cherry. Wow. Yeah. That was pro- Now, that's probably my favorite candy of all time, the cherry cordials. Really? Oh, yeah. I love yeah. a good chocolate. Che- oh, they're so good. My mom got me hooked on those at a young age. I love chocolate. Those are delicious. 
I love chocolate, but I would have to go probably like if I had to pick, it would be a Snicker. I think that's the ultimate. Or I remember my grandmother used to get these chocolate almond covered candy in the old fashioned jars. They were what were they called? Cluster like like it was, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Uh, oh, what those were, they were called? Dope. Those are oof. Wow. What what old candy would you bring them. back, I had, steal, Amy? I had to steal them out of my grandmother's uh, back room. <laughs> my grandmother had the um the peppermint or not peppermint um Pepto Bismol tasting candies. Really? Yeah, they were pink and on top of her dresser. Mm. Are you sure they weren't Pepto Bismol candies? <laughs> were they Pepto Bismol <laughs> tablets? Yeah. Are you sure you were you weren't eating Pepto Bismol? Yeah. No, it was back in the 70s. They didn't have the tablet shut. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what those candies were. That's funny. I don't remember what they're called, but they're not called Pepto-Bismol candies. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm going to have to look that up. I'll tell you. I, my, my grandparents always have the candy corns. They, they had the, candy, the candy corns were trash. <laughs> and like the butterscotch. <laughs> <laughs> candy corns were trash. The butterscotch was trash like uh, uh, those didn't really and those were always together those are always together for some reason what my girls had me fall in love with and i ended up getting it for them every christmas have you ever had the um it's chocolate but it's in the shape of an orange and you can take it apart like wedge by wedge and it's like orange flavored chocolate that you would think wouldn't taste good at all but oddly it tasted really good Really, Amy? Where are you getting that from? I never heard. I have never heard that. Are you making? Are you making this up? Are you making this up? No. I know. That'd be funny if I. Orange covered chocolate. Covered chocolate. That's interesting. No, it's not orange covered chocolate. Oh. It's it's orange flavored chocolate, but you take it apart just like you would an orange slice at a time. Oh. Okay. Nope. I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with it. Wow. Uh, is, is, so do you like those? You learn something every day. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Let me like, see if I can find online here what that is. Yeah, because that, that doesn't that's not ring in my bell. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that. But if it's chocolate, I'll give it a try. You know what I like? Or, a good atomic fireball. No. You still love those, those jawbreakers? Too. No. You don't or like cinnamon, though. Flavor. No. Not see, I'm, I'm a cinnamon guy. I'll even go hot tamale. The hot tamales? Nope. You know what I you know what I Mike and I let me just There you go. Orange flavored chocolate ball. Orange flavored chocolate ball. Is it is it in the store? Like Kroger? Like Kroger's Uh, or it says here cherries milk chocolate. Hmm. So you would go to I don't know, this says Candy Warehouse? Candy Warehouse. So so Amy, what part of the country are you from? Because I've never heard of a candy. Probably have to get that online. Maybe. Yeah, I have no idea where we bought it. But yeah, this was exactly what it looked like. Yeah, online. Um, I live in the Catskill Mountains in New York. Nice. Ah, the best city in the world. The greatest city in the world, New York. No, 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 no. I don't live in New York City. She's in the Catskill Mountains. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. That's the state of New York. That's better. I hate to tell you. Yeah, I, uh, I went to the city once and people, they weren't. They weren't nice. Some really tall woman <laughs> turned around. Her elbow hit me in the face. I'm holding my six-month-old daughter, and I fell. And she turned around and glared at me, and I got up. You know, my pride's hurt, and I'm hurt. Yeah. And I said, 
you know what your problem is? There's so many people in the city that you know you'll never see each other again. Because uh-huh. Would you treat your neighbor that way? Right. And she just continued to glare at me while she walked away. I was like, I don't ever want to come back here again. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Amy. I I, I ha- I've been to uh, New York City twice, and and I and I'm gonna I, and I don't mean to offend any people that live in the city. I don't want to go back there. So. Amy, I'm not listening. I'm not listening. I'm not listening to this guy. What he just said. So you've never lived in in, in any other boroughs, right? So no. No. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. She wants peace in her life. That's why she's up in the Catskills. <laughs> uh, since I've been on here, I've met quite a few really nice people from the city. I, I wouldn't mind See? now there you go. going going to visit the city if I had a city person with me, because I think they would know how to. So teach me how te- to walk. So teach you how to maneuver. Doesn't... Teach you how to maneuver <laughs> yeah. throughout the city. Yeah. Well, I, um, Amy, I love New York. Um, sing it. I know we're getting. <laughs> I know we're getting <laughs> New York. I know we're getting off the topic of you know the candy, but like, so you had that incident. Like, where when that happened? Where were you? LaGuardia you, Airport. Oh, you're at LaGuardia. Okay. 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 Yeah, I, I I just think I just think you have everything that you need in New York. What do you think about that? You have me- I have everything I need right here in my little tiny apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I have my dog, I have electric, I have food and I have water. I am set. You're set. You're, woman. <laughs> you're set. You're set. You just need your your orange chocolate, your orange <laughs> chocolate. So how so so how's your daughter? Uh, I have three of them. Okay. My baby just turned 24 on the 23rd of July. My middle daughter turns 26 on the 10th of October. And my oldest daughter is 31. And so, they are all awesome. Okay. So the oldest daughter the oldest daughter was the one you had in your arms? Right. Okay. Yep. okay. How do you know that? It could have been the other two. I was just guessing. Just, just guessing. Good just guess. Just, good guess. See? So everybody turned out good. So, so New York wasn't that bad. And, 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 let me ask you this. Now, are you guys all very close? Do they come and visit mom? They hang out with mom and eat chocolate with mom? How's that working? <laughs> um, now that I'm sober, okay. I have a good relationship with all three of them. That's wonderful. Uh, I didn't realize, I'm, I knew I was really sad drunk. Like, I cried all the time. But we celebrated, because I decided on July 16th of last year, that's when I would live a sober life but then i slipped for 12 days in december so you have to start your time again sure so the girls and i all got together july 16th of this year and my oldest daughter said something that that really touched my heart that had never crossed my mind Mm. she said um well mom i've always loved you but it's really great to like you now It, it never crossed my mind that she could have not liked me you know you just take for granted that your children love you and like you and no that's earned yeah wow that's you know what that that's That's deep you know what that's deep and that is huge i'm gonna tell you why that's huge because this has just been my philosophy since i've learned how to love or whatever so in order to love a person you have to like them that's just the way I think. Like, if you don't like somebody, you're never gonna, you're never gonna get to that point where you love them. 
No, I I love my mom, but yeah, <laughs> she she's not really the, the likable kind. The world well, revolves all around her. Okay, okay, I hear you, but I'm saying like people you choose to love. Exactly, that's right. So like, I agree. My, yeah, mom and dad are they're they're givens. We love them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, and sometimes the daughter the daughter mom relationship or daughter father relationship turns into like a, a sometimes it's a friendship or even like people that you you want to date or whatever i think to to like a person is easier it makes it easier to fall in love with them to love them that's Absolutely. just yeah so wow also being on this side of the coma something that i've learned is before you can have a relationship you you have to have a friendship first that's mm -hmm. You know the foundation. Yep, that's what I'm saying. Yep, absolutely, yeah. Amy. I agree with you 100. Okay, so before we get all and people are like, oh, what, what are they? This is is this the Oprah show or no? <laughs> Back to the chocolate. Orange chocolate, damn it. Orange chocolate. I'm gonna look that up. I, I think you're making that up. Amy. I'm gonna look that up online. Did you write down where I told you that. The said. But you know what though? I, we don't see. We're from Michigan, so we're from it's the Metro Detroit area, so we don't have those. Warehouse. What is it called? Candywarehouse.com. Candy Warehouse. Candy Warehouse. Oh, so it's online. Candy Warehouse. I okay. told you. I knew okay. that. And it's a Christmas candy, apparently. Okay. Katie Dids. That's the that's the ones your grandma Can probably yeah, had. In the tin. Can in the tin. In the tin, tin. yeah. There yeah, you yeah. go. That's what it was. Those are I bet you those are at Candy Warehouse. I bet you. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> we'll have to check that out. It, see, Amy, I'm trying to lose weight, and you're telling me about oh, Candy God. Warehouse, so it, I'm, hey, I'm going to be screwed. you two were the ones talking about chocolate. That, okay. <laughs> I know, I know. We, we don't blame you. Yeah, we, yeah. Milton Hershey. Our last caller, she's talking about Milton Hershey. Yeah, so that, that Karina called in and, and started this all out. Shout out to Karina. Wanting to talk it's to the Hershey's. And, and it's Karina's fault. Yep. Shout out to Karina. And shout to Amy for the orange apples or the orange, orange chocolates. There we go. I'm going to look that up, I swear. Yeah, they're great. One week matchups. Let's see. We got somebody waiting in the till here. Let's see. Lori Hoover, the one that was trying to get to, with us last week. Lori Hoover. Lori Hoover. She she was the one that was trying to tell us about the uh, the uh, uh, the the chocolate candy. Oh yeah, the Lori. We hear you. How are you? Send her in. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. What do you want to talk tonight about, Lori? We want to thank you for finally being able to get in. I know you said you had some issues with uh, the storms and power outages and stuff, so we're glad to have you back on the on the show. Yeah, this time. thanks. I'm glad to be here. I I actually didn't really have anything. I heard you guys were talking about sports, which I haven't followed sports honestly since, well, you know Barry Sanders and. Jeez. You know, well, that's once, 20 years, Lori. But I that's know okay. That. <laughs> that's 40 well, years. Once Hansen retired, our kicker, mm -hmm. once Jason retired, that was it for me. I haven't watched football since, honestly. But yeah, so I just wanted to, I really just wanted to find out did you guys find your chocolate orange? No, I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't been able to get out to to Walmart's to find where. Let me ask you something. Now that we know that it's Walmart's, where in Wal, where at Walmart's? Yeah, I is didn't. It? I put my niece on a search for it. I didn't. I didn't really get it. Really? Well, yeah. because when I now I I my son has had them before. His grandparents okay. have gotten them for him. Yeah. And it is just a, 
it's just a, a, a round ball of chocolate that is broken into orange sections slices. like an like an orange would be. Yeah. You have to take the thing and crack it on the on the counter and it'll split, you know, and break into its individual segments. But are they I, as big as an orange, like a regular orange? Uh, maybe like a small size one, not those gigantic ones that they have. So it's, it's not it's like it's probably, not like a tangerine or a cutie. It's, yeah. it's a regular. No, orange? no, no, okay. no. It's bigger than that. Okay. Yeah. But, okay. Oh, okay. But yeah, my son has had them. And I know that his his grandparents got them for him uh, for I don't remember if it was Christmas or whatever. But when I Googled it, because I knew that he had had them in the past, uh-huh. when I Googled it, it was Walmart that came up. They were right there on on Walmart. So I said, OK, you know, I got to let you guys know. Well, what and section because, is it in? At well, yeah, I went. I, li- listen, I went there to get my vitamins and I asked a young lady, I said, do you have chocolate oranges? Maybe I butchered it and <laughs> saying chocolate oranges but i forgot um, oh and she said well what? yeah yeah because it's not technically <laughs> it's, chocolate it's or- an orange did you think you were smoking weed <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah so i it's it's just orange flavored orange flavored chocolate but it's in the shape of an orange and is it in the it, it, where what section is it in produce no it's probably in I, the candy section i believe it would be in with all of the bag candy okay because it just comes in a box. Okay. It's a single piece, you know, a single orange or whatever that comes in a box. And it would probably be in with the bulk bulk bag okay. candy. Do you think do you think that'll be a good gift to give a woman? A lady? Well, I think women love really do love chocolate and uh, an orange flavored chocolate is hmm. different and interesting. So yes, I would say yeah, if oh. she likes chocolate I think a woman would appreciate that. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to chime in and, you know, see if you guys were able to find that. Say, hey, from Clinton Township. It was, I was really happy to, you know, see some Detroit represented here. And yeah. You yeah. You guys are absolutely. talking about all kinds of stuff, so which is awesome. I'll, I'll go look myself because when I presented it to the lady, because I was in the vitamin section, I was actually kind of in a hurry. But I did say, do you have a, do you have orange chocolates? I didn't, I didn't. I didn't say it right, probably. And she's like, huh? Well, so, well, if I come across it, I will find you guys. I'll message you guys. If I, I'll pick one up and I'll send it to you or bring it to you somehow. Okay. If I find one. That would be wonderful. Well, tell us a little yeah. bit about your podcast. It's called Wake oh. the F Up. Yeah. What, what is. is that about? It's interesting. Well, I seen premise, that the other day. Yeah. The premise behind it is just to remind people that, you know, we're all connected like we're all in this together right and that we need to show up in a better way for each other and for the planet and we need to stop gobbling up every square inch of land and displacing all these animals and you know polluting our beautiful home with plastics and it's all about stuff like that i'm interviewing a guy on monday who wrote a book about climate change so we talk about all kinds of stuff Awesome. Anything boy. that gets people to wake the f up. Uh, nothing wrong with yeah. that. Wake the f up. <laughs> yeah, so, definitely. It, it, Lori, Lori's time ran out, but hey, uh, make sure you catch her podcast. I see her on here on the Wisdom app yeah. all the time. Yeah, and yeah, uh, Lori, we appreciate you. Good luck uh, calling with that podcast. In. That's yeah. a very, that's a very, um, that's a very good title. Yeah, uh, to have so people will, you know. 
they will wake up, you know. Um, so, yeah, good luck with that. And we'll look for those oranges and those chocolate, that yeah, chocolate definitely. orange again. Um, yeah, and watch some football, Lori. I mean, it's, yeah, Lori. What mean, do you do on Sunday? Go to church and go to sleep? It, well, she's on. You, she wants to call back in. Do you want to find out that answer? Yeah, I got All it. Right. I got it All right, Lori. We, we want to hear this answer. Corey says, what do you do? You don't listen to any sports I mean, or you watch sports. I, yeah, football's all day Sunday. Yeah. What do you go to church? So what do you think, Lori? You go to church no, and don't I, watch any football? I am I am not a church person okay. by any means. Okay. Um, I, believe in, I believe in a higher power, but I don't believe in that. Gotcha particular brand okay um but yeah i just mostly i just hang out with my son um i do my podcast actually airs on sundays oh oh okay so so you're busy i do that yeah so i just but it was funny because when i was trying to get on here the woman that you were speaking to at the very last person that i heard you talking to before i got yeah, that, it, we off. call her cat skills amy yeah, uh yeah yeah, she was. Ta- she started talking about psychic things and stuff like that, and I'm like, I really want to get on there because that's what I do. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm on. I'm the podcast host, but I'm also I'm a psychic medium, and that is what I do for my job. Really? You got to explain yeah. that. G- g- explain g- that to us, Lori. G- explain that within one minute within <laughs> okay well i do i don't use traditional tarot okay. but i do use what are called oracle cards and okay. i tap into my intuition and i pull cards for people and they will ask me a question and i will give them whatever comes to my mind intuitively and then i use the cards for further clarification hmm and then I can also see, feel, hear dead people. Ain't nobody got time Ooh. for that. So, so I, I'm sure your podcast is pretty, pretty uh, popular around Halloween. That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just started it in oh, yes, February. Start, okay. 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 But I have, um, I'm, I've done 27, 20, 27, 28 episodes, and I've gotten, I don't know, over, maybe 1,100 downloads so far. And nice. You know, so it's it's okay. I mean, How did you get into that, Lori? Did, did something happen to you at a at a young age that where you nope. started to see? You know, maybe you started to see things or nope. hear things. Nope. I went to lunch with a friend. Okay. Well, let me preface this by saying I did start seeing things out of the corner of my eye. Like I would see like a dark something, and I would turn to look, and there was nothing there. I, so that started first. However, I went to lunch with a friend. And we were talking about all things metaphysical and and spiritual and things of that nature. And our conversation was so engaging. We ended up talking for like five hours and we moved from lunch to dinner. So we ended up going to a completely different place. (laughs) We moved to a different restaurant and we had dinner. And after we were done eating, she said to me, now she is a medium as well. um, She said to me, that her guides had lined up a bunch of spirits for me to talk to. And I said, what are you talking about? I don't do that. Mm -hmm. And she said, yes, you do. And I said, no, I really don't. So she told me to clear my mind and then to ask mentally, ask the question, who are you? 
are you friend or family and what's your message so i just followed her lead and i asked the question in my mind and lo and behold i heard something in response Ooh, and what? so i told her what popped into my head and she said to me i can confirm that wow. and i was like what and so I did it again, and then I told her what I heard, and she confirmed that, and then the next thing, and then the next thing, and that was it. It, it has been wide open for me ever since then, and that has been no. seven years now. Interesting. I got it. I got two things for you, real quick. Yep. People always say, like, when people die, since you're, you know, you're talking about, so when people die, they always say, I was here. They would they would have wanted us to do that. How do you how do they know that? You know, I mean, like they would have liked that when people die. Like, no, they would have. I mean, I've never heard that. No, no, no. It's an assumption. It's an assumption. She would have wanted that. Oh, you heard that? Yes, she would have wanted that. Yeah. So we can you connect to like you're saying like like your dad. Well, his dad's still alive. No, like, no, 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 I'm, no. That's what I mean. Oh, like, yeah. You know, like that's what I'm saying. You're, can I connect to a person yeah. like that? And and like, because yeah. I've always wondered, like, well, how do you know if they're dead? How do you know they they would have wanted it that way? I hear that's just a common thing when people die. That that's what they would have wanted. You know what I mean? Are hmm. you guys following me here, or am I crazy? You're probably crazy, but I'm following you. No, you see what I'm saying? Like, no, I I do. Yeah, I do. I see what you're saying. Is that something that you guys? She's coming back in. Okay. Yep. Now she she's going to answer that question for us. Yeah. So I, you know, it's it's a crazy thing. Lori, you're back on. Yeah. So it it is really an assumption oh. unless unless they indicated that before they passed, mm -hmm. like right. My my mom, who passed um, well it's over two years ago now, but uh, she indicated that she wanted her husband to find someone else okay. after she after she passed and so he said you know donna would have wanted me to do Wanna, this. yeah so, yeah okay. okay if it's laid out so we knew out. that yeah. okay okay yeah nice. but yeah. but i mean no i think that's it's just an assumption people make based on the, well, the type, of type of person that they were right See? yeah i'm not crazy however <laughs> can you find out if that person would or would not have liked it yeah that's you the actually question. can if you can yes if you can connect yes Wow. Yep. Second, are you left-handed? I am. See, I'm not crazy. Most left-handed people are. Are, in, are psychics? No, they're geniuses. Left-handed? Oh. Just think about everybody that writes left-handed. They're very smart. Left-handed, you mean? Yeah, you write with your left hand. Okay. Most people yes. that I know are very, very bright. They do that. Hmm. I write left-handed. I eat left-handed. Yeah. I bowl and bat right-handed, though. See? Okay. See, why is Very ambidextrous. I told you. Well, that's something I've never yeah. heard before. Absolutely. I mean, think about left-handed people that you know. They're pretty smart. The okay. ones I know Well, is. thank you for that. Yeah. Yep. Well, that was definitely, uh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting stuff. Interesting so, stuff. So, do you, do, so does the people, so you got your own place, like, uh, like a place of business that you go to and people come to see yep. you is that is that how it works nope no? i just i do everything over the phone okay. i really? have clients yeah i have clients in 13 different countries as of right now you wow. get paid for this the cash, yeah the cash app sure she would get paid for it that'd be a lot of time and effort uh, yeah just i'm just wondering huh. doing it. 
yeah, I do a lot of events as well. I do private parties. I do events at, actually at local businesses. Like there's a, a brew house that I have been to many times. Okay. And I'll do events there. Um, people will come in and they'll... I have a friend who I team up with who is a massage therapist. So we do messages and massage. And I'll be on one side of the room doing, doing my little thing. And she's on the other side doing chair massages so interesting is there wine flowing doing this not i don't drink okay. i don't partake but the people there do it's they a brewery do. so gotcha. yeah okay oh, it's a sure. brewery well that's up your alley yeah. code yeah. <laughs> to go get yeah, so. to, to drink some brews get a massage and uh no, no, no. have a psychic rating no 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 are you it's <laughs> no. something you'd be scared with not really scared just not no <laughs> not really keen. Do you, do you, Lori, do you ever get, do you ever be walking in like, let's say Walmarts and uh, somebody says, and, and you just get this feeling like you have to tell somebody something. Have you ever yes. had that? Really? Okay. I have had that. Did, not, have they looked at you lot. like, what in the world are you doing? Uh, well, <laughs> I've only had that maybe three times and two of the three I did follow. I did follow it. But the, the third time, I just, I, I felt very uncomfortable with it. And so I declined. Mm. Wow. I said, no, I wasn't, I wasn't going to do it. It was a woman working behind the desk of the hospital. And I just, I didn't want, her dad was there pacing around. And I just, no, I wasn't going to do it. So I declined. Okay. Wow. Which I can do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Wow. That's so, interesting. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds of crazies out here. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. You see it in the news every day. Every day. Every day. Yeah. Yep. So well, I'm just just thanks again. I'm I'm glad you guys are here, and I love that you're out here opening it up and talking about whatever. And you know, good to see the D represented. I'm not alone out here. So. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. just. Uh, you know, thanks for being here, guys. No, and keep doing what you're doing. Thanks for calling. You keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> we do and enjoy it's nice. that. It's, it's, oh, it's we got somebody coming in. Let's see who we got here. Who you got? Uh, Michael J. is on Mike the line. Mike Jack. Mike Jack. I don't know if his name's Mike Jack. <laughs> but that, that'll be his nickname. Yep. Michael J., how are you? I'm doing well. Living life in Appalachia in the... Uh, Eastern Kentucky. Life nice. Is good. Life is good. What What do you do out there, Mike? I work as in a nonprofit as a manager uh, in uh, grants. Okay. So it's it's good. It's good stuff. Um, so you're from Detroit, is that correct? We are. We are from the Metro Detroit area. We are sure are. Metro Detroit. Born you know, and raised. Yep. Born and raised. I was kind of in Detroit. I went through the Detroit airports. Well, yeah, I mean, so that's that, about as de- well. Actually, that's not Detroit, Mike. That's that's Romulus. That's but we'll but oh, we'll, really? we'll, we'll, but we'll 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 give you the yeah. the metro. You were in the metro Detroit area. <laughs> You're about twenty minutes out. 20 You're about minutes twenty minutes. Twenty five minutes out. Yeah. Well, I will tell you, when I was in the airport and I was in the terminal, and it was like a laser light show. It was so cool. You must have been at the 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 new one. Yeah. Is that the McNamara? Terminal? Yeah. It had to be, it had yeah. To be at the McNamara. Yeah, there is a tunnel down there. Yeah. That kind of that, yeah. that light show. Yeah. 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 That's the map. That was that was pretty cool. Yep. That was pretty cool. Yep. They did uh I wanna say it might have been that kiss song, Detroit Rock City. 
That yeah, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was my, and I want to go back. Obviously, I want to see Ann Arbor. I want to see, you know, the Henry Ford Museum, all sure. that stuff. Oh, sure. absolutely, you know? the Henry Ford Museum so, is great. Yeah, it's awesome. Ann Arbor's good too, especially if Ann you're Arbor's a Michigan good. football fan. Yeah, if you like history, man, Henry Ford, Henry Ford, awesome. Oh, I bet. I it's bet. awesome. Yeah, definitely. Like it always yeah, amazes I, I me. To, yeah. I bet you it is. Yeah. In Chicago, we have some great museums as well. Of course, now I'm living in Kentucky, so I'm in like a cultural wasteland, but it's okay. How long did you live in Chicago? Uh, since 2003, oh. from, uh, when I was born in 66. Okay. Did the job so, make you leave? Or it, it, I didn't... No, it was just time to go. It was okay. time to be closer to my wife's family. Okay. And, uh, you know, I wasn't getting any younger. That's fair. It was, uh, I had a dead-end job. I used to work for... Remember Kmart? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they just yeah, closed. Kmart started in uh, in, in Michigan. Right. Back in the day. Kresge. Kresge. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, but uh, but I worked for a distribution center, and then for nine years, and it was just time to go. I had I have a degree in communication, and wanted to really expand. Chicago was such a competitive market. Sure. Right. And I figured, you know, there's going to be a chance where I'm going to need a job, which you know a lot of people didn't really have bachelor's degrees in like the middle of nowhere so and sure enough i found a great career and i'm doing well well that's great and the main thing is you're happy exactly and your wife's that's, that's, your wife's happy my wife's happy she's close to family i'm close to family you know we raised our kids in kentucky it's beautiful it, there's no hustle and bustle there you go and now keep in mind you're you're sec you're the second happy your wife happy is the first that's of course. Oh, no. Happy life. Happy life. That's right. You know. Absolutely. That's the truth. Good to hear that. What? But so, yeah, I just want to. Yeah, well, let me, listen, I, I, Abilish always really piqued my interest. I know I, when you hear, a lot of times when you hear Appalachia, you, you hear of like a really uh, poor like community that's down there because i know there's a lot i've heard of a lot of churches doing mission trips down there is, is do you get is it a is it a mix of um it, do you have that is it is it down there is that a certain area down there i mean i it's all over the place it's just it's very interesting to me because they i've heard different things about you know some places down there they don't have running water and different things like that is that is that the case down there or am i am i just imagining things I think we lot. I think we. I can hear him a little bit. Michael, I we, we there he is. I think he he must have been driving okay, in yeah. the mountains there. Okay. So that's probably why <laughs> that's we didn't. That's what it was. <laughs> I, so, so I'm I'm outside here. Oh, okay. In, in nature, okay. so I'm not close to Wi-Fi right now. No, that's okay. okay. But uh, but yeah, there's a mix. There's there's okay. some rich people in Kentucky. There's you know some poverty in Appalachia, and it's you know where I'm at. It's Appalachia. Appalachia. So you can say Appalachia, okay. and you'd still be right. Okay. But in Kentucky, it's Appalachia. Appalachia. Like some sort of an apple at you. Apple at you. Appalachia. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's how I. Yeah. So, but you know, Hollywood's got it all wrong. Okay. You know, there, there's movies like Fire Down Below with Steven Seagal, which crashes Kentucky. Mm -hmm. There's movies like uh, Next of Kin with Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Which yeah, crashes like Kentucky. You know, which was a great movie, and mm -hmm. it was also filmed in Chicago. Michael, we dropped you because the time had ran out. Give us a call back yet. We, I want to hear this story. Yeah, call us back, Michael. But yeah, I mean, I I love. I mean, we have awesome. we have got to we have heard a lot of periods coming in. Uh, Michael is back. 
Michael, you're coming in in three, two, one. There you go, Mike. Yeah. So, but there's also good, you know, there's a good movie, uh, The Coal Miner's Daughter with Loretta Lynn. Okay. Sure. And even though she, she was raised in poverty, she made a, a really, a, a lot of herself. She was in Butcher Holler, which is not too far from where I'm at right now. Okay. And uh, so, so there's some really good positive influence in Kentucky. It just, you got to find the right stuff. Is Deliver, was Deliverance? No. No, no Deliverance was not Kentucky. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. I think that was West Virginia. Oh, West Virginia. But, uh, now, does the Appalachian Mountains, they go into West Virginia, am I right or no? Yes. Okay. As a matter of fact, West Virginia is the only state which is fully part of Appalachia. Okay. Mm. Every Like, all of Kentucky is not part of Appalachia, just the eastern part. I'll tell you what, it's beautiful country out there, because uh, we, we we made a little trip down to North Carolina a few weeks ago. Yes. Uh, and uh, driving through West Virginia, man, I, I, it, it made me want to move there. It's so pretty. <laughs> It's very, very pretty. The mountains, gorgeous, good, good views, good vista. I'm looking over my, my backyard. I got the river in my backyard. Nice. And I got some good uh, hills. The hills are alive. <laughs> you, you, right. But, uh, you guys, you guys love your basketball down there too, Kentucky, right? I, the last yes, time I've been to Kentucky, I had a, I, I think it was in Lex, was it Lexington? Lexington. I indeed. I had a baseball tournament, uh, baseball tournament there. Um, not bad, you know, not bad. It was, I think it was what a six hour, five, five and a half hour drive, I think, something like that. It was a long time ago. I played, uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, you're yeah, part of the big blue nation, yeah. University of Kentucky, are the Wildcats, yeah. And there's no professional teams in Kentucky, we do have horse racing, which is nice, but uh, but no professional teams. So, college basketball, college football, right? Uh, you know, I think we're number 20 in football this year for college football. And uh, so, yeah. And you guys hate Louisville, right? Well, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, no, it's that's the western part of the state, and it's Louisville, Louisville, not Louisville. Louisville. You like Louisville? Okay, Louisville. Get, yeah. Get me together, it, it, Mike. That's, me just, together. that's just our Midwest. Yeah, that's, that's we're just the Midwest guys. You we don't know anything well, about I, it. Well, I know Mid. I know you're I know Mid. Midwest. I know it's Midwest, but yeah, we're we're just kind of Louisville. 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 Yeah. Louisville. Yeah. You gotta just Louisville. put them all together. Put them all together. Louisville. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. in Chicago, you know, I miss the food in Chicago. You know, I miss the the, the, uh, the tavern style pizza sure. and the oh, yeah. Italian beefs. And but we got you know we got chicken and dumplings in Kentucky. We got biscuits and gravy. We got real sweet tea. Now comfort food. Crap. Yeah, comfort food. Sunday, exactly. Sunday food. Well, yeah. Well, you got me with the sweet tea, Mike. I, I, it must be like a a, a, a a Michigan thing. I hate sweet tea. It's oh, It's like drinking liquid sugar. It's got to be. I love. <laughs> I love my tea with no sugar. No. Nothing. You like sugar in your tea? Not a lot. It's just a lot of brands are not as, as not as sweet as others. But I'm sure down south, like yeah, well, everything down there is sweet yeah, tea. More towards the south, yeah, yeah, Aye. yeah. Because I know well, I, went, I, I went to a restaurant down there when we were driving. Do you have any tea? Is it? Do you have any unsweet tea? They were like, no. They looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah, get out of, get out of here. What are you talking unsweet about? Unsweet tea. What do you what mean? Are you, talking about? are you crazy? Yeah. They brought out the cross and the rosary beads and you know basically booted me out of the restaurant. Do you guys have? Is there a lot of Cracker Barrels there? Yes. Yeah. Right on the interstate. There's a lot of Cracker Barrels. Okay. Okay. But uh. You know, we're, we're you know we're part of the heartland thing, but uh, yeah. but you know some of our mom and pop stores are really good, and uh, you know we got some good stuff going. On. So, so what? So if we're traveling down there, Mike, uh, what is a restaurant that we have to 
you would say would be would best have. describe the good food down in App- Appalachia? Yes. Yeah. Well, if you're in Lexington, there's a place called Ramsey's. Okay. And what you got to get is something called the Hot Brown, which is like an open face sandwich with lots of I think we're losing it again. Comfort food. Okay. okay. But yeah. Okay. But Ramsey's Hot Brown, that, and it's, it, or you can get, you know, your meatloaf, you know, Cracker Barrel stuff, but but much, much more prepared. Where can I homemade. grab? Where can I grab? I'm a chicken guy. Where can I grab some great wing? And I don't want to hear KFC. <laughs> uh, no, not KFC. You go to, to B Dubs. You know what I'm talking about when I say oh. B Dubs? Oh, we got, we got those up here. Yeah. Look, so we're yeah. Buffalo doing... Wild yeah, we got that. Yeah. Yeah, we, we got some, you know, we got, there's other places too. There's, you know, Tennessee hot or wings are really good. Uh, Nashville hot, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, they okay. got, you know. Yeah, we, we lost him again. Lost him again? Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. This is a good call. Right. In fashion, I've never seen Goodfellas. Okay, time Wait to go. Wait a minute. Wait. It's time to go. Man, so, that'll be it for yeah, the yeah, going wrong. <laughs> God. He, well, didn't, I, he, he just never saw Scarface. How do you not see not see. They always play it on uh, A and E anywhere. <laughs> It'll be on Channel Two tonight. <laughs> okay, how old were you when you first saw Scott? Well, okay, we have to. He he he's he's a lot younger than us. Well, not a lot younger, but no, but no. Seriously, how old were you? So when I first seen Scarface, yeah. Well, it, well, considering I wasn't allowed to go to movies, okay, but, yeah, so I didn't. So I didn't really get to see. A lot of that I may have seen Scarface in the nineties. When did it come out? Early eighties? It was an, it came out in the eighties, I think. Yeah. Nineteen eight uh eighty six? No, no, no. It's eighty or eighty I think it's eighty. Or eighty two or eighty two. Maybe eighty two. Yeah. Scarface. When did it's it definitely forty it's it's forty years old. Easy. 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 What's the matter with you? I'm trying to think, but nothing okay. happens. That's funny, Doc. Eighty three. Eighty three. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So mid mid eighties, yeah. Okay, my point being though is that much like you, right? I wasn't allowed. I was allowed to go to the movies, but no rated R movies. I just there was just no scenario after we had a group of friends who were like, "Hey, let's go watch Scarface." You know, it just wasn't on my radar. I was familiar with it. I'm familiar with some of the iconic lines. Did you see it when it first came out? Sit down and watch it. I saw it in the theaters. Because we used to go and there's a there's a theater called the Adams in Detroit where all the kids just sneak and go. That's where I saw Purple Rain. That's cute. But I, I saw remember when I had my first beer at the theater. I saw Scarface at the theater. Yes, yes. I can't imagine seeing it for the first time in that yeah. environment. Yeah. Hmm. Because in the '80s, where else were we going to watch it? You had to see it in the theater. That, well, that well, that's is, what I'm saying. Like, to, it wasn't on TV. It wasn't gonna be on TV. That's what I'm saying. To, for me to watch it at home, that's one thing. But to be in a scenario where you're watching it with everybody, yeah. Well, I'll tell you something crazy. cool. It's good. It is it's a good movie. Yeah. So, this is something cool. This is something cool. Dave's mom used to work for a. Was it a video company? Radio marketing? Uh, uh, a video uh, rental chain. A rental chain. Yeah. So. Dave, and we always thought this was the coolest thing. She would always get the movies, 
before they would come out to the video store. Mm-hmm. So we were watching David. We'd be like, "Dave, you got this movie? Oh yeah, I got it. I got it." We were we were watching all these movies before they even came out because mm-hmm. they, they and then on the thing it was funny because and they were all VHSs yep. VHS, and at the yeah. bottom they said this movie is not for right. sale <laughs> but right. I mean but but yeah. you still could watch it but it was just it right. was just yeah it would just appear every so yeah often. every so often I yeah. I always thought that was that yeah. was cool yeah. but but again think about that all those movies that my mom was bringing home right on a day to day basis. For me to then try to track down some movie from 1983 at that point just wasn't on my radar. Right. And then you get to the point. I mean, there are movies like Christmas Story I didn't see until two years ago. Well, I've never seen E.T. No, do I have any interest in seeing it. So E.T.'s a good movie. Yeah, i never seen it. Now, I did see, I did show Lane that movie. And she, she actually really liked it. She liked E.T.? Yeah. It's a good, did. it's good. Yeah, but uh, Scarface. <laughs> Great movie. I, I, what a classic. I gotta figure we're gonna have to figure out the Go movies watch. Dave hasn't seen. Go watch Goodfellas. There's Please. a lot. So so Goodfellas, oh you haven't God. seen that. You just talk seen about Scarface. Talk about acting. We're talking De Niro. Pesci. Pesci won an Oscar for that. I we're talking Leota. Uh, who's who's uh um uh, who's the Paul Sir, Servino. I might get I'm, Paul Servino. Yeah, he he, he she's, it's ridiculous, ridiculous. What I, other I've big never movies? Seen the Godfathers. <sighs> Wait a minute. Oh Lord. How how have you how have you not seen the Godfather? No, I haven't chose to watch them. Every every what Christmas or Thanksgiving they they, they every play weekend is they, 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 they play up. a marathon, don't they? Yeah, they play it for like twenty four hours. Yeah, they play, and I watch it all the time. Wow. Oh my I know. God. It's pathetic. Well, I mean, it's not pathetic. It I is. mean, we're not ordinary people. No, no we have to watch a guy. But I, I'm, I'm kind of going through a 70s phase right now where okay. I want to reconnect with some of those good movies. Like, I love one of my favorite movies of all time is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Have you ever seen that? I have. With Jack? Yeah. Great. Chinatown. Great. With nice. Jack? Yeah. Are you watching Don- any Clint Eastwood uh, movies since you're talking 70s? Uh, Dirty Harry. I mean, uh, I mean, sudden impact. I love Grand Tree. Dope, but that's yeah, old Clint Eastwood. I think you know what? We always get into movies here. Is this turning into a movie show? It is. I mean, I mean, I mean, do we have a lot of movie? Like seriously, we we talk movies a lot. I'm fine with that. But I mean, there's it's great discussion. It is. It is. It is. It is. And you've never seen great. I know. I mean, maybe we maybe we shouldn't talk about MLB because uh, we talked for forty minutes and I had didn't have it yeah. play. So, so maybe movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe the movies is the way we go. I don't know. Maybe. Before COVID, my wife and I had started trying to go down the AFI one hundred list hmm. of all the top one hundred movies, but there's a lot of boring ones in there. Well, during COVID, what was your? I know I did a lot of binge watching of, of stuff. Well, this is how I look at we best watch shows now. Movies. Yeah. I just take the best actors, and then there's your movies. Just take Meryl Streep, everything great. Just look at it. Robert De Niro, you'll see some iconic. Clint Eastwood, Jack Nicholas, Pesci, Pacino, Washington. All you got to do is look at the actor. Barry, yeah, <laughs> and and you get these iconic films. Ser- no, seriously, 
Seriously, you ever seen Devil Devil's Wear Prada? No. Have you ever seen A Few Good Men? No. This, this is. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm actually very shocked at Wow, yeah, this is crazy. Wow. How many of these movies have you sat down with Tammy and watched? Would she all sit down it. and watch Scarface with you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, she watches. Oh, because I, I don't think she's don't think a my movie. wife would like Scarface. Okay, all right. So you're you a little bit too much gore, probably. So, 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 so and so I get it. That's, so your yeah. wife is more a Disney movie lover. No, no, kids? no, no, no. I wouldn't say that. It's just she's just not into again, the gore. It's, it's the same thing we talked about a few shows ago with when you have kids. So. Right now, we struggle to get our kids to sleep by, let's say, 9 o'clock so we can watch Ozark. Okay. So we can watch, you know, just right, it's like an right. hour show. For and us to commit yeah, to yeah. a two, three-hour movie. Okay. I kind of get that. I see where Doc is coming. And, like, some of the movies may not be watchable for the family, maybe. Is that kind of what it, you know what I mean? Like, you sitting by yourself could do it, but... I know you don't want the girls just sitting up watching Goodfellas. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's exactly it. I yeah. was able to sit down and finally watch Scarface because yeah. my oldest daughter was at a lock-in thing at school till midnight. Gotcha. My wife was chaperoning. Gotcha. My youngest was asleep. Got, okay. So I can sit down and gotcha. watch a movie like that. Right. But right. even... So I kind of get I get it. I even love, if yeah. they're in the other room, it's not like I can have... Scarface on. Right. They're going to come in and want to get a right. drink. They're going to want this. They're going right. to want that. And they're not going to watch Goodfellas with you. I mean, uh, Godfather with you either. Right. Your wife probably won't even do that. Right. And so you've got to have the time exactly. to sit yeah. down and connect with those movies. So let me ask you this, since since you haven't seen a whole, so we can kind of get a picture of where we're going with Dave and his <laughs> movie. We can make this an ongoing thing. I okay. mean, this is yeah. cool. Like, So, but so this what is would be your good. wife's favorite? Well, what is your wife's favorite movie? God, I have no idea. Really? And is your wife a movie person? Is your wife like... It, it, like I love it. Like we love. It. Is your wife a movie person? See, yeah. You know, see, my wife is, because her and Corey go at it all the time about yeah. actors and this and that. So, yeah. my wife and we and like I said, and those you, of you and, who are listening, and we have watch. talked about other stuff. I think it was back in October. So if yeah. you go back to a podcast, here we go again with I the guess, movies. Yeah, and you will watch. I mean, you watch movies. You watch movies. Yeah. Did, you, did you see that? I was like, no, I didn't. So yeah, yeah. But we're we watch. But I, is your I, wife? I would say watcher? she's not a movie person. Okay, okay. So she's In more general. of a show. So that she's makes, more of a show person. So that makes but, sense. but 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 is but the, the, the thing is too, his wife his wife is well, like I said, Dave's what? You're about eight years younger than me. No, uh, five. Five? It's more than that. You're you're. What are you born? Seventy eight. Also, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. Five. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Five, 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 six, first, five, six. Yeah, but so I don't know. I mean, even growing up, I mean, movies in like the like you, your mom would bring home movie. You, you didn't, you but she'd didn't. bring home new stuff. So she's bringing home. She started working in that industry in 1990. Yeah. So look at where he's okay. So look at where he's okay. getting the movie. You so, know what I mean? So that makes sense, right? For me, it's I'm not going to go out and. Not that I never went to the store and rented a movie, but generally speaking, I'm not going to, I didn't have to. So I'm going to go to my shelf and I'm going to watch Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, stuff that's coming out in the 90s. Okay, I see what you're saying. So he didn't, he's not going to go watch, you know, Godfather was made in 72. 
Yeah, you know, right? She's so not, I, she's I, not I, bringing I, home the classic. Yeah. She's bringing home the new stuff. I I, I kind of get it, and now it makes a little bit more sense. Okay. Well, I mean, everybody likes to like. I mean, my wife's a TV and movie junkie, so yeah, live you know, that, live I mean, that. Yeah. I mean, both TV. How do you mean? TV? Usually with my wife, it's I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching whatever she's got on the TV. Or I'm watching something on the phone or something yeah. like that if I don't want to watch it. But, Any show that know. comes on, she'll watch it. Right. <laughs> yeah, our, our thing has been try. trying to finish Ozark, which we have one more episode to go. Okay, my wife, we, we watched Ozark. She refused to watch the last episode. Why? I heard that was because good. Because she, uh, and I, I heard got it was into good. That last, that last, she says, I just couldn't do it. And I don't want to. I don't know why. I think she read something online about it, oh so Lord. she refused to watch the last episode. Oh, God. I already know what happens. We don't have to talk about it because it's still fresh out there. People. Right. Uh, it's been a phenomenal show. I heard it was good. It's great. It was old. Oh, that was a great show. I heard it was really good. Absolutely. I just want to see how it plays out. I don't know. Ne- knowing what happens, I don't necessarily like the ending, but at least I don't feel like I did with Game of Thrones, which felt. Okay, like can a I huge be- investment, and the last season was terrible. Can, can, now, maybe I am you, but TV shows wise, never seen Game of Thrones, never watched one episode, and can I say this? Never watched Sopranos. Same here. I, I, Game of Thrones, I did, but I never, I never watched Sopranos. And then, I, then when you hear about the ending, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't invest my time in that. Uh, I've never seen. I saw one episode of Dexter. It was too gory for me. Really? Oh, yeah. Dexter was great, and the new the new season that came out, Dexter New Blood. Breaking Bad. I saw the first episode. And I've I never thought, seen. And Breaking I thought Bad. it was good, never but I just it. couldn't. I couldn't wrap my head around the idea of that kind of intense rush, week in and week out, no. episode after episode. It, no. it almost felt like a movie in of itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thought of that much investment into it just—I I, don't—I couldn't do it. My wife watched it. Well, I, I, my, my show of choice I've been watching probably the last ten years is The Walking Dead, and I got into never all seen. the all the never other seen sequels. No interest in it. Yeah, I got into it with my boys. You know, I, whether we're still in school at the time. So that was our Sunday night. We had to be. We were on the couch. And that's a, yeah. nine o'clock. Yeah. That was, you know, that was kind of our show. And that's how people treat power. Like, now well, powers well, a good. Have you ever seen Power? No. Any of the powers? I, no. Okay. I, 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 I've seen the show here and the show there, but I've never just. Oh, I got to sit on it. And Those binge, are good. And binge watch it. And people, you ever watch Yellowstone? No, I haven't. Oh, I haven't been watched. I haven't. Have been you seen Yellowstone? No, I gotta watch. Wow. It. Yeah, I never watched it. I'm telling you, you guys. Now that's something your wife probably would watch. Well, here's here's what I'll throw out to you. This is this was kind of shocking to me, because my wife is into uh, Outlander, Outlander, and Bridgerton. I've never seen any of those two. And I read about it. This stuff's like softcore porn. It's shocking. Really? Yes. It's it's <laughs> shocking to me. So you think you have more of a porn collection on your TV? No, I I think it's not marketed as as such. But when you read about it, it, soft porn. 
Anybody wants to email the show, you you tell me if I'm wrong <laughs> on this, but I kind of read the synopsises so I can kind of get an idea yeah. of yeah. You know what my wife's interested in and she said, "You know, you we should watch you know, Outlander. We should watch Bridgerton." And I'm like, "Oh, this is this is raunchy." Well, I got to say this, talking about raunchy, but it was good. Have you ever seen Banshee? Mm. No. I see that was a great series. Oh, uh, and it was, of course it was Cinemax, so it was. Oh. You, it was you had that. No, but it was it was it was it was good. But you had you had the sex scenes in there, mm. or the you know that, and then uh, Strike Strike Back was good. I don't know if you ever heard that was like a like a <laughs> two guys. They were like some kind of like team SEAL team or whatever. You know okay. that was good. But I had that had its. Uh, Sex scenes in there, so okay. I mean, wow. is there any show? On, is there anything that doesn't have it anymore? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you you had to wait. Remember when they would wait till like it would be like like if you were to see a movie like off Channel 50 or something like that. You, they always showed those kind of sex movies mm-hmm. at nighttime. Mm-hmm. On Channel 50. Well, I mean, they didn't show nudity, but it was more risque. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little more risky. You know what I'm saying? I mean, think okay. about it. I mean, what? Uh, what? Thinking about a risque movies. What was the first risque movie you ever seen? I can't probably remember. for me, it was probably risque? hard bo- hard bodies in eighty <laughs> in the eighties. Yeah, guy hit, a kid, kid had it on his TV, and I I couldn't. I it was it was the craziest thing. I can't remember. I like I had never seen so yeah. many breasts in my life in that movie. I can't, I think mine might have been Porky's. Porky's was in yeah. Or the last. How about the last American Virgin? Did you ever see that one? Never seen that. Okay. Risque. <laughs> I mean, I remember the first time I saw porn. That was. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's well, well let's no, we were down the street at our friend's house. It was my brother and a friend of his, and then me and like their, you know, little brother. Right. So same age as for us, same age as the brothers. Right. And they popped it in, and I remember <laughs> what I distinctly remember is the brother looking out the door, like make sure that the mom's no not coming, coming out, you know, <laughs> you know, with the curtain out. And then when the mom was coming up the driveway, I remember just the football toss of that video, like out of the VHS player and like wow. chucking it across the room, like get rid of that. Uh, the things we did. I mean, to be young again. But, well, but <laughs> but see, think about it though. That kind of stuff wasn't readily available no. like it is now. No. Right? Like, you know, no, if no, you no. if you were in the back alley and you found a, a skin mag on the, you were you were just like, what? You right. know, that kind of right? Thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I I don't even know how kids function nowadays. Because I remember there was a video store where I lived and. You know where I lived off of Westland over there, and and we were just playing as kids. You know, kids, you you're rolling all over the street. You, you know, yeah. So we were in a back. I was in a back alley. It was a video store. They had thrown out. It was all, it was all porn, right? <laughs> in the garbage, in the dumpster. You know, we were, you know, kids. We were like, what in the world? You know, yeah. Get the the the, the jackets for the oh, beach. And it's crazy. Well, part of <laughs> you talked about my mom's career for a hot minute. I worked at her. Her company. Oh, okay. Uh, this was the summer between my senior year and going when I would have started college. Mm-hmm. 
And what they would do is they would often buy out other video stores inventory. So if a video store went out of business or if they took it over, they would have to clean up the tapes. Because you remember our VHS tapes Yep. for all you youngsters that yep. don't know. But when you would rent a VHS tape, they would have stickers all over it identifying yeah. Yeah. the video store that you mm. rented it from. And please be kind, rewind and all this stuff. So one of my jobs was to clean all that stuff off the tapes. That's horrible. And get them nice looking again and then relabel them with my mom's company. Get them to ship out to the new stores. And so, again, looking at like Ron Jeremy movies and T.T. Boy. It's <laughs> 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 just some of these people that I've never seen the movies. but the, I wouldn't touch those movies. <laughs> those, those VHSs that came back, that, that's nasty. I wore, I wore gloves. Oh, I'm glad. Jesus. Lord have mercy. All right, guys. Let's. Uh, <laughs> where are we? Where Where are we finishing this? <laughs> Let me guess. You stopped recording this one too. <laughs> no, we we actually we actually made it through this one. All right. Uh, Is this one going up on wisdom? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I don't know if they're gonna want to hear this one. Uh, yeah. Oh Lord. So. <laughs> Yeah, one of these days I'll be able to uh, figure out because I want them to be. I want the wisdom audience to hear the whole gamut of the show. Yeah, I want them to be able to. You know, like if we did tonight with the TV themes. I want them to be able to hear the TV themes. So I have not been able to see how we could. Can we? Can we roll that through? Can we come back? I, I don't know what your guys' schedule, but no, Sunday's not good. I was gonna say <clears throat> maybe we can come back. I don't know what we got tomorrow. Monday. What does Monday look like? Hmm. I'd have to look. Oh, uh, mo- no, Monday I've, I'm going to see Robert Plant. Ah. Pine Knob. Okay. I'm out. Really? All right. Hmm. With All Allison right. Krauss. Okay. Hmm. Should be a good yeah. show. I hope All it right. is. So, well, let's, let's you talk guys want to, you guys want to, uh, you want to. Well, we, our regular t- you wanna, shoot is Wednesday, so we, yeah, Wednesday's great, but I just thought maybe we could sneak one in since we lost that content, but. Yeah, I mean, can, well, you know, I mean, shoot, but I mean, the first, the first segment was 40 minutes. This yeah. Is, we're already past the forty-minute mark, so we're not doing too we're bad. Good. And, we, and we'll definitely, we'll definitely go and get, um, we'll definitely get, uh, we'll talk about the MLB stuff. Yeah, we got to get that going. Great content. Yeah, it was. You know? It was. But that was my fault, and I apologize to okay. everyone. Uh, not got... that anybody's gonna know what we're really talking about because nobody heard it. That's so a good thing go. about being pre-recorded. Um, so let's do this. Um, what do we got left? Here we go. I love that big. Let's song. do this. Um, Take that back. You want to do? You want to do, um, do a get it? You want to do Mr. a doctor Producer? prescriptions? Sure. What do you got? Doc? Let's go. All I right, gotta get it off. Let my me test. introduce Doc you. Hold on, Let's yeah, go. Let me introduce you. Here we go. Let go. Might I inquire to ask him what's up, Doc? You got a prescription for us? Let's gonna be back. And here it is. now with the prescription of the day, here's Doctor Dave. Dave. <laughs> So uh, in about a little more than, not probably about 36 hours, I am going for a colonoscopy. Wow. Okay. You and didn't do the poop in the box, huh? Didn't do the poop in the box. Tomorrow I'm going to go through all the prep. Friday morning, about 8 a.m., going through the procedure. Hey, this is really important. I was lucky enough coming up through college to do my internship at WDFN with Jamie Samuelson. And Jamie passed away from colon cancer in 2020. 
And, you know, I didn't get a chance to know Jamie all that well. I was there uh-huh. for a few months as an intern. He was a great guy. It was a huge thing for me to intern and work on that show for the time that I did. Um, you know, it's not one of those things where I got to keep in touch with him after the fact. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously followed his career after that. And, you know, he emphasized before he passed away how important it is mm-hmm. To get a colonoscopy and get that checked. It's not something that I've ever had a huge desire to do. My dad had colon cancer at one point in time. Uh, thankfully, he didn't pass away from that. But people like Jamie, he did. Uh, that The actor who played in Black Panther and, and played yeah. Jackie Robinson in 42, he passed away from it. People are, are getting this younger and younger. They're dying from it. So as much as it will be uncomfortable for me tomorrow to crap my brains out and prep for this thing <laughs> the world losing talented people to this is is a, is a huge thing we don't want to see it so if you have any hesitation or you're in your 40s and you've thought about it i encourage you go get a colonoscopy it's not going to be that bad you can do it and let's um you know in memory of those people that we've lost Let's uh, take care of ourselves. Thank you. I, do you want me to record real drops of this? Oh, so we can we can put them into the system. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that. Let me, let's go in the colonoscopy real quick. Yep. Now they told me fifty, so I'm thinking I'm kind of coming up on that. No, so they're saying it's younger. Now? Yeah, it's it's younger and now it's younger and yeah, it's younger now, and you know you don't have to wait. 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50. Let's go. Let's do it. Just like Doc said, you you, you don't have to wait. Obviously, we have a fam. I have a family yeah. history of it, yep. so that right. that helps, yep. I guess, in terms of maybe not helps, but uh, my my doctor didn't feel like I was going in too early for that. Oh, right. Okay. But I think, but yep. I think Jamie was forty eight. Yeah, Jamie was forty eight. I think forty nine, forty eight. Yeah, I think so. Yep. And that's crazy. His kids. I just listen to him wife, every morning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I'll never forget. I would skip class to listen to Jamie and Greg on WDFM. Yeah, nice. and to have gotten that internship there and be a part of that show for a few months, and hey, I mean, getting him breakfast and <laughs> doing what doing what interns do in radio, but right. it was odd. I mean, that was a huge thing for me. Absolutely. And I mean, again, I, I'm not. I know when people pass away, people try to leech on to like, oh, I knew him here and I knew this. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like that. I didn't keep in touch with him very much after the fact, but you know his. I guess, uh, inspiration to me to get into radio when I was coming up in college and then getting to work on that show and, you know, continue to listen to him after that. It's just, it just sucks. It sucks that he died from that and mm-hmm. what he went through. And so, yeah, you know, I agree. No, no shame. It, it's embarrassing stuff to talk about, but no it's, shame. It's, just, it's just crazy how people are getting uh, a lot of this stuff earlier and earlier on, even like, you can even go delve into Alzheimer's. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. Yep. I mean, even that too. I mean, yep. people are just getting these diseases. So, do you got to get it off your chest? Let me yeah, let me I introduce do. you. I, yeah, Doc. I I I do got to get it off my chest. It's a little more. It's now time sporty. for the segment that asks the question. What'd you do? To irritate Corey so much that he has to get it off his chest. Ain't nobody got time for that. Do you want the truth? Truth. You can't handle the truth. It's now time to get it off your chest. All right. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, Doc, for that prescription. And yeah, the time is now. Everybody, let's go. Let's get it. I got to go. 
I'm gonna get mine done. Um, but yeah, get it on my chest today. It, I was looking at we didn't touch on it at the show, but this is just kind of some sports football stuff that Saban. I'm gonna get Saban off my chest today. Nick Saban? Yeah. Alabama okay. coach. What do you do now? You can't no longer control the narrative. This is what all this Jimbo and him going back and forth. So you now you got crooks telling on crooks. Everybody cheats. Everybody it, the NCAA is a cheat, football wise. The whole everybody knows <laughs> what Saban and Jimbo and all these guys are doing to get the best players and the recruits. And Saban has the uh, Alabama umbrella, and now he can't control the narrative because kids can go where they want to go. Here's the money and blah, blah, blah. But you guys opened Pandora's box up, you and Jimbo, arguing about, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, who, who, who pays for the best player, who's doing it. Open that whole box up. Well, I already knew. We already knew. Um, cause I've had, I had, I had friends of mine that play, play college football and college basketball and things like that. So it's all a big money deal anyway, but Saban walked around, you know, holier than thou. And he was, you know, all that and was never nothing in, <clears throat> you know, NFL Jimbo, I think worked with Saban and, and these two guys are going back and forth and opened up the whole well, thing. It, and it, does it, is that surprising? Now he's coming back, and I didn't say this, and I didn't stop. Everything's getting opened stop. up. Stop everything. Nick Saban's now stop. it's football. Now yeah. it's college football. Yeah, stop. So you can't control. Like you're going to get some of these athletes. They're, they're going to go to HBCUs now. They're going to go other places. Whoever's got the money and Saban, you're, you're 80 years old. How long are you going to coach? So you've been controlling the whole thing, and that's what he's pissed about, and that's why he went on his rant. And said this and said that. He threw Dion under the bus and blah, blah, blah. The one top recruit went to go play for Dion. And it's just like, dude, really? Yeah. Really? This is this is what we're at. This is where we're at now. You won 90,000 championships and now it's it, it's slipping away from you. So you see these kids want to go other places. They might not always go to Alabama. And you're still going to win. You're still going to win because it's just starting. But I had to get saving off my chest today because we didn't touch on it, and now he's saying, "Oh, I didn't mean it," and blah 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 blah. Okay, whatever. I must be out of the loop because I don't yeah. remember this story. Yeah, him and Jimbo were. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, just recently. Just going back and forth. Last yeah. week or two. Last, last week or two, we didn't touch on it, but well. yeah, he he said that Jimbo paid this player for this player, and they always do this. And Jimbo came back and said, "Look at his history. If you want to dig deep." I got all the information where the bodies are buried. It's a mess. Well, I mean, it, it, but you know what, though? I mean, think about it. So it's like that in at not only in, in college football. Yeah, it's yeah. like that everywhere yeah. in anything. In college Everything's basketball. coming to light. All this stuff Everything is, is coming, coming to light. Especially when you throw money in it. So I just want to get Saban off my chest. The holier-than-thou coach for Alabama and him and Jimbo going back and forth. It's going to be real interesting. They play in November, I think. <clears throat> And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, everybody's been cheating. Right. Whether it's Alabama, Pittsburgh, Illinois, Michigan, what everybody cheats. But he opened the box, and here we are. Now he's backpedaling and saying, I didn't mean to do it. 
whatever. I, mix, I have so many mixed feelings about the whole name, image, likeness stuff. On yeah. one hand, the amount of money that mm-hmm. these players generate, yeah. the NCAA exactly. and the schools they pay for, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They're grown men. They should. Yeah. In any other scenario, they would be, be getting a cut paid. of that. Right. They'd right. be getting paid. Exactly. But they're not. They're not. So they deserve something, but then and now here it, we are. Now, but here we are, yep. and it it really has opened Pandora's yep. box. And I just miss miss the old days. Yeah, yeah. When it felt yeah. like an am. I mean, I'm sure there was things going on in the old days too. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's not like now. Right. Transfer portal and everything else. So yeah, I just want to get out off my chest. And are we wrapping things up right here? That's that. That's our wrap up music, right? Hell yeah, we, well, we always had that as a wrap-up music. Yeah, I mean, we sometimes can, we go past the rap. You can sometimes edit that we go on past the back end, right? What's that? You're playing the music on a different channel. I you like can this music. Yeah, edit that yeah. on the back end. Yeah, we can definitely do. Bad that. boys for life. I got. I do have some breaking news. What's that? Tell me. Don't tell me. There's another Halle Berry. No, 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 no. You guys, you, you guys watch HGTV, right? Yeah, where they give away the homes there. So Hallie is running this, and she's giving away homes. So this weekend, I think this coming up weekend, she's 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 rebuilding these homes and she's going into these communities, making people smile, making people happy. This is Hallie Berry doing yes, this. Yes, HGTV man, she's giving away yeah houses to brand new people, people who have no home. Like what a martyr, what a saint. What? <laughs> how do you get into this? Uh, how do you I mean, get into seriously. this uh, this I, contest to give away new houses? I, I, I well, that that's a good question. I have to I have to do my research on that, Doc. But I know Hallie is like the head of it. She's just home after home after home. After. So not only are we working, are we dealing with a great actress, one of the greatest of all time? She's a. Would you consider that like what is that? A philanthropist? I mean, what, philanthropist. Yeah, I mean, it's just. Just giving away stuff. I'm sure it's probably something like uh, contest at <laughs> makemefeelgood.com. Oh, no, that'd be. That's a low. That's a low. That's a low. Make me feel good. That's a low. That's bad. We've ran the gamut tonight. We Shout we, out to Hallie. We, we've <laughs> talked about Halle Berry, which is a weekly thing. <laughs> Uh, we found out Dave has not seen any good movies ever. Uh, ever. We've also <laughs> seen uh, da- Dave. Done. Dave enjoys watching porn uh, and <laughs> did, softcore did porn with his wife. No, I'm just joking. No, I'm okay, just joking. Okay. Uh, porn, yeah. No, it. Yeah, I, I'll have to, maybe I'll have to check out Bridgerton. What was the other one called? Wow, the Outlander. I, I've, I've, ne- I've never watched them. Oh, so it, she watches them alone. That's right. We're not going to go into that then. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I found out about Bridgerton. I said, didn't you tell me you watched that on your phone at work? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, it probably does get, it probably gets a little boring in the lab. Doc. Right? Can you, can we, can we get Doc's white, Doc, can, I don't know what the schedule is. Can we get Doc? At some point, not next week. What, so she can explain her style of movie like she i know you i know your wife will watch anything on tv Uh, anything yeah i i would probably but to doc's defense with the whole godfather like you can't always put the whole family i get that so we got to get doc up to date on movies we got to get doc up to date on movies great movies great movies that he's missed out on we got him up to date i mean i i got in on scarfing yeah Next is good. That's a great movie. Yeah, and just and just think, fantastic. 
And just think, all of this this great segment we just had, yeah. plus the first one, and then the forty minutes that went by that we <laughs> that that we're going to save for possibly next week. Yeah, right. Hopefully, we'll remember what we talked about. Yeah, yeah. I mean that line. All I have are my balls and my word, and I don't break them for no one. For nobody. Yeah. What a great, yeah. great, yeah. great. <laughs> That's the same. I said that. Well, yeah. But yeah, maybe Dave, if she didn't want to come in because she got the kids, well, she could put maybe it, put Dave, radio. yeah, maybe Dave, she could, maybe she can call in, Absolutely. or maybe Dave can call in while Dave's here, and she can explain why she likes watching Bridgerton at work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she watches it for that part of it. I think I she it. genuinely it. likes yeah. the show. I mean, Game of Thrones is pretty raunchy too in a lot of spots. It can be, I think. Yeah, I watched yeah. it one time. Yeah. So and I watch it for a I, I think we all have the, our guilty pleasures and shows that we probably wouldn't, you know, just say that we watch out loud. Well, I yeah, I had a thing for Joe Polnicek. Shout out to Joe Polnicek, Facts of Life. I've always I didn't want Blair, I wanted Joe. No, seriously. The stuff we learned. He goes from <laughs> Holly Bear to Joe. <laughs> well, Hallie's the wife. I but that you know, shout out to Hallie, but I love Joe. Like Joe is just a natural beauty. How did we go from Bridgerton to Facts well, of Because Life? he said guilty pleasure, so oh, Joe was my guilty okay. pleasure. Joe was my guilty Wait, pleasure. I was a Blair guy. Let's well, Blair, Blair was obvious. Blair was easy. Like, I, yeah. I, I saw was, Blair. I was more of a Mrs. Garrett. I saw Blair every day. I went to Notre Dame, and then Blair was at Regina every day. I didn't see Joe, like the... The, the tough. Yeah. So, yeah, the dark hair tough. It's interesting. Yeah. The tomboy. There you go. Guilty pleasure, man. <laughs> yeah. TV holic. The TV Thanks for joining us, everyone, and we hope you enjoyed our favorite moments on this special rewind edition of the Co and Bro Opinion Show. We'll be back live next week on the Wisdom app. And, of course, you can catch the show on your favorite podcasting platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, and Amazon Music. If you'd like to hear a specific topic or just want to say hello, feel free to email the show at cobropodcast at gmail.com. You can also get an update on the show by following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Cobro Opinion Show. For Corey and the Doc, I'm the outsider Scotty Williams saying see you next time on the Co and Bro Opinion Show. This concludes our broadcast day.